tuned your ears into Star Chase Essential, a podcast about everything Charles Hampton music, moments, and everything in between. I'm Stick Braxton. And I am Mike D. Jackson, also known as Mr. Red Flags, but I don't bang Sue Will. Wow. Um, okay. I had to go there. Um, <laughs> real quick. So, you know how people talk about relationships, dating, red flags, all that type of stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, we talked about this, I want to say, two weeks ago. And so, I'm doing a podcast now. Red yeah. flag. Oh, yeah. men doing podcasts. Red flag. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I rap. Another red flag. Uh-huh. Another one that I never really paid attention to too much, but now I'm like, third one, I go out every weekend. I I, I don't care about it, but personally, people are like, so you rap, you do podcasts, you you go out every weekend. So three strikes, I'm out of there, bro. I'm I'm out of there. I I am I'm done. Relationships, they're done for me. Never dating again. So, Mr. Red Flags, no suwu though. Damn, that's crazy. I forgot about it. Yeah, I didn't even think about the one about going out every weekend. You do do that. I, I do. You just uh said something about it on your other podcast, Two Tall Boys. I'm like, yeah. oh, is that how women look at me? I'm like, yeah, damn. That is. But it'd be like oh, that. Man. Yeah, I'm 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 done, bro. I'm and I didn't even name the other stuff, and I'm not even gonna go there. So I'm I'm a lost cause. It's over. It is over. <laughs> Game over. There's somebody out there. There's somebody out there for you, man. There, there, there's some sixty-year-olds. Um, Saturday night, they, they were digging me. I might, I might go that route. Bro, the Cougars love you. They, they do. So that, that might be, that might be my only option. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, other than that, man, how you doing? How's, how's life? So other than that, not good. Uh, this Monday has been kind of trash. I had. An appointment that I set up a couple of days ago. Mm. Everything was cool. This appointment was in Rehoboth, which is about like 40 minutes away from me. So I get there on time, 10 minutes ahead of schedule. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes before I find out, hey, we apologize. We have to cancel. So-and-so's not here. Can we reschedule? Do y'all understand that I was literally like one stop away? I just had a U-turn, parking lot check-in so so yeah my monday i rushed through everything got a haircut did some laundry did grocery shopping yeah man so a little, little little perturbed i guess you could say but other than that i guess i'm all right oh man that, how, how, how's your monday uh, oh no it's it's bad too uh but that's uh that's that's bad bro i i hate that when like you set something up and then like you go out of your way to make sure that you're early on you know what i'm saying or not, not even on time early Yes. Just to find out that, nah, my bad. You got to reschedule again, big dog. It's crazy. Like, if it happened in Dover, like, if it happened, like, nearby in Dover, okay, that's no big deal. It's like, I was literally right there. Mm -hmm. I'm right here. I'm literally right here. But it it, it is what it is. So I I just had to make a a trip of it and, you know, enjoy the rest of my day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My day day didn't go as as well either. Uh, uh, My job, which I hate talking about, uh they 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 you know they've been doing this rollout for music terms uh okay. they've been doing a rollout for this new this new thing that they've set up it's not new in the sense that it's a new system but it's like oh we revamped the system that y'all hated before and we made it better right um when i tell you this junk came out broken think uh cyberpunk 77 think uh fallout 76 uh think um think final fantasy 14 when it first came out Jeez. uh you, you feel what i'm saying like it's just it, it they dropped it but like they shouldn't have is what i'm getting at. <laughs> I, I get it i get it completely so case of the mondays for both of us That's yeah like. yeah but we can remedy that with a podcast about charles hampton man and today we are discussing atlantis and a is that yes, how you say sir. it? And a. How would you say it? I would say and a. That's at what first, I At first, when I first saw the name of this tape, I thought it was like Atlantis and a dot, dot, dot. Like there's something more to it, mm-hmm. but maybe not. That that might be something we can ask Charles in the future. But I, I, I think Atlantis and a. I think that's how it's pronounced. 
Uh, this tape came out in 2010. I want to came. It came out in July. When I looked did the research, it came out the same day or around the same time as uh, Genophobia and Ten Things I Hate About Me. I think. I gotcha. So on paperchaser.com shout out to them jeez what a uh, name by the way yeah <laughs> so you, you you can tell how, how og that is so they dropped on a post on july 3rd 2010 it was six well six tapes so of course atlantis and a mm-hmm. autumn autumn harvest well this isn't awkward gynophobia the l word incomplete and 10 things i hate about me this was that random day we all just woke up hey charles just dropped six projects yeah random. so it's just like six you mean six songs no no six full projects yeah. it's like okay yeah so that what was do you, what do you remember about that day so i remember i think by this time charles was already off interscope and mm-hmm. a lot of us were just wondering okay so he's not on interscope what is he going to do now Mm-hmm. what are we going to do now as fans are we going to continue to support them like i said i remember waking up saying hey charles dropped six projects no you mean six songs no six projects so i had to look and i think as actually on paper chaser i actually seen this and then i was like all right and then whoever it was i can't remember the actual youtube channel it might have been sega hamilton but i went on youtube i'm like all right well let's press let's press play so mm-hmm. just sat there listened to like Two of two of the tapes, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just kind of space this out because I'm not gonna be able to listen to six tapes in one day. Right. As great as Charles's music is, it's like, yeah, that's just overload. Even with any artist, I'm like, yeah, but it was a lot of music to listen to. But I was just thankful because Charles was the first artist that I realized, okay, even if someone gets dropped, that doesn't mean their career is completely over. Right. And, it's not, and and we've seen that from him getting a new deal, leaving that deal, still making music no matter what. So. I was very appreciative at this point in time. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I remember, uh, you know, uh, going into the senior season. So I was probably back on campus, probably to do camp basketball camps at that time. Yeah. Well, let's see. No, July 3rd. No, I was probably home then because they probably, you know, because of the holiday. So I was probably home. Right. Um. But I just remember, I guess I was still doing the check on them. I was like, so like, let me see if the Charles, what Charles is up to. So I was checking the blogs and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I remember just going online and there was like, yeah, he dropped six tapes. At first, because you only saw one at first. I was like, oh, he dropped this. And I was like, all right, cool. Then you saw another post like, oh, he dropped this. I was like, wait. And it just kept, it kept going. I was like, bro, this man dropped six projects and today it was wow. nuts. <laughs> um. Yeah, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. I I forgot uh, a couple of those all dropped the same day. What's interesting about this one is he dropped six that day, and this is the one that I don't remember actually listening to. So this is kind of like a first listen for me. Wow. Yeah. I'll I'll say this. With me listening, I'm not sure exactly how I listened to all of them. Like I said, it was like maybe two one day, two another day, Mm. two another day. I will say this, the first time listening to it, some of it got like kind of mixed and mumbled up just because mm-hmm. it's so much music at one time. So there was definitely certain songs that stuck out, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I really like this song. Oh, wait, that's not on Atlantis and A. That's on the other project. Oh, I like this one. Oh, wait, that's on the L word incomplete. So uh, I, I did listen to everything front to back that whole time. But like I said, when you're listening to so many projects at once, some things can get lost in translation and you might had to really go back and listen to it again, kind of like how we're doing today. So pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of these songs, like even though it came out in 2010, a lot of these songs were recorded in a span from 08, 09, and 2010. Um, do we have any other tips or like, uh, not tips, but any other facts about the tape that we know of? Yes, sir. So, and this might make sense about the Atlantis and A. So mm-hmm. all the songs were recorded in Atlanta with Atlanta producers, such as, DJ Toomp, Groove, and So Messiah. Okay. Which I knew about Toomp because Charles does say his name on one song, but the other two, I was I did not know that. Did not know. But I did know, of course, 08, 09, 2010, because that is in the name of the of the actual project. Right. I just I, I kind of sit back and think, okay, this one I could definitely see. Probably 08 sounds like early in his career. Someone's, oh, that's probably 
09, but none of them are actually kind of actually said. So it's right. kind of interesting. And I like to kind of play a game where I'm like, all right, well, this is this one. This is that one. This is yeah. this one. But you but you actually really don't know because he doesn't actually say it. Unless you actually ask Charles, then it's like, you really don't know. But it's all just a collection of songs that he did in Atlanta with Atlanta producers. So I, I think that was pretty, pretty interesting because we're so used to hearing Charles on his own production. So it's like, all right, you're going to be in here with Atlanta producers and we want you to try something different. And we all know how Charles is when it comes to trying something different. But he he, he obliged and he actually did it. So yeah. respect him for that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is interesting that, that that's kind of the premise. Like, again, this is one of those tapes where it's like a collection of songs, not necessarily a concept or a theme per se. But yeah, it's it's in the in the midst of those six that came in that were part of that pack. Yeah, this one just seems like, oh, well, I had some songs from these last three years. Let me just throw them all together. And I, like you said, I think it's interesting to kind of try to figure out which ones were from what era, right? And right. I feel like we'll probably try to do this in here while we're while we're recording today. Cause I, I had a couple where I was like, oh, you can definitely tell this is like a early, early 2008 type joint versus right. like something else. So um I mean let's get right into it. Let's do what we normally do. Um give us your three uh songs, top songs from the album or from the project. All right, so my three is it, it, crazy because I want to say even if you were to ask me back in 2010 to now, I think they probably stay the same. I think they probably stay the same. But my three, I'm going to go with. See that that one that one throws me off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it later. But it's a there's a certain song on here that has a different name than an. It's on another project, but it has a different name. I'm not going to say it yet, but it's not one of my three. I do like okay. the song. So, Shiny Shadows, Speak No Louder, mm-hmm. and Deja Vu, Heroin Girl. Those, okay. those are one of my three. Okay. Uh, um, let's, talk like about, let's talk about... Let's talk about... Let's talk about Speak No Louder first, because I feel okay. like that's... I feel like that one we kind of heard before this tape. I want to say we did, right? You, you did and you didn't, but you did, but you also didn't. So I'll, I'll say it now. So speak no louder. The song on here is called There's Nothing Like It, but it was also named When I Rap. Mm-hmm. What else is on here? Which other song? Ah, so I can at least say at least speak no louder and there's nothing like it also named When I Rap. Mm-hmm. Those songs were also on My Heart, which was supposed mm-hmm. to be that album that was supposed to come out right. and never did. And My Heart got leaked. All, all Alone got leaked. I know some years ago, people on YouTube were like, hey, My Heart came out. Here's the link. And there was no link. People that yeah. were just DSing. So that's the first time something like Speak No Louder actually came out and people heard that. Gotcha. But with Speak No Louder, we did hear it, and I feel like that's like the perfect song. I, I hope I'm not jumping the gun, but this is like the the great instrumentation, how the instrumentals used. Mm-hmm. Charles comes on the track. It's a poppy slash rocky rap yeah. vibe to it. The lyrics are on point. Just everything about the song. That's like one of those. Hey, if you never heard of this kid before, you need to check him out now. And yeah, I I, I just I can't I. I don't think anyone could dislike it because like you, you have certain people that only like certain genres, right? Mm-hmm. Certain people that I only like rap. I only I don't listen to anything else. It's like okay, there's rap on here. I only like rock music. Everything else is trash. There's rock on here. Yeah. Well, I need something a little bit more upbeat and poppy. He he covers everything on that one song. It's just right. wh- whoever whoever gave him the idea to make that song. Chef's kiss, perfect, perfect song. Yeah, speak no louder. I feel like, I mean, looking back, we probably should have added that to the essential list. But speak no louder is one of those songs I feel like is, I feel like when you think of Charles, that is something that you kind of remember, and that's one of the songs that that pops into your head. Um, but yeah, I, I think you got a point. Like it kind of combines a lot of the things that 
he likes, especially the rock element, right? Because yeah. you got to remember, like, he he kind of, well, he didn't because 2007, they had that song Rockstar, which, by the way, looking back, I hate that song, by the way. I hate, I hate it with, with a passion. I, oh, I, my God. Bro. That, like, I respected them because they made a song that, that charted and really got everybody whatever hype in 2007. But looking back on it, that song gets on my nerves. Um, but Charles was he kind of said he was kind of a rock star more more so than a than a rapper. He was a musician. Like that was his that was instrumentation was his thing. He just happened to be able to also rap very well, right? right. And I feel like this song kind of adds that element. And he has a lot of songs where he has like the rock element that maybe I like better. Um I like the, a lot of the incubus flips and uh another one that I can't remember what it's on. I want to say it's on the up, but I think it's like sunbathing. Okay. Uh, but like that has like a rock element too. But speaking of loud is kind of like one of the most it's probably the most iconic one when it comes to that. Um yeah, I feel like that's a good that's a good record. Um and then you said you said um Deja Vu Heroin Girl. Let's get into that because I feel like that's that's one of those Charles Hamlin songs that that I found out later that everybody loves. Like yeah. they really, really, really love Heroin Girl. Uh what was your first, you know, thoughts on the song and is there like a deeper meaning to it? Because we know Charles's history with with heroin and with the drug or whatever. So what what was your what was your thoughts on it? So I can tell you first off, just going through the whole project, that's one of the songs that uh, stuck out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I I when I'm first listening to a project, I hate trying to rewind or go back. I want to mm-hmm. hear the whole project first. But if I really like a song, I'll stop right in the middle. Nope. Burr, 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 burr. DJ, play it back. I'll, I'll yeah. do that. So that song just stuck out like a sore thumb. Great song. Just the way, I guess, it, it made me feel. And just everyone knows that sometimes Charles, not everyone is a fan of Charles' singing on the song, but I felt like he did it justice. He was melodic as well. Told a great story. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things about, I don't know if, and this is this is why he's such a genius at what he does. I'm not sure if this was just something he made up in his head, where it's like, hey, I'm just going to write a song about, you know, being in a toxic relationship with someone, mm-hmm. or, hey, I'm speaking about my own experience, where this is my first time dealing with substances like this, or, hey, this is my first time dealing with a substance and a toxic girl at the same time. So it all intertwines, but I can just close my eyes and envision like a music video of this actually happening. And he actually mentions it in the song, he's not sure where the girl is now. She might have passed away. And I definitely think there is a deeper meaning because mm-hmm. when me personally, I've never done drugs, but it's one of those things where if you're really in love with someone, love is a drug, if yep. you want to count that. But if you're really in love with someone, no matter how good or bad they are for you, you will do anything, and I mean anything, to keep them around. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where when you want to clean up your life, you want to clean up the the drug usage or whatever you want to call it, you kind of sit back and think, if I do clean myself up, are they coming with me? Or yeah. is it just, or is it done? Is it over? So it, it gives you a lot to think about. And it's definitely a song that I feel like anyone can relate to, regardless if you've been in love or not, you've done drugs or not. It's just something that everyone can vibe with, I think, personally. History before tonight is history. My ass smiled and said, I like what this could be. You got a spoon? She said, Do you got a syringe? And that's how the drama begins. Damn. Intoxicating in your smile. But please don't be my heroin girl. You got me staying for a while. No, I like that. I like I like your like the way you spent that. I try to look at the title when I when I listen to songs, especially if I'm I'm trying to interpret what we're talking about. Yeah. And so like heroin girl, you know, that's in parentheses. So it's kind of like, you know, that's the illusion. But I, I like to focus on the first part, which is deja vu. Yeah. So to me, I don't think it's like a I guess the first thing you would think is, well, is he back on back on heroin? Did he fall off the wagon or whatever, right? But I feel like it's more of a sense of I felt this feeling before, but it was 
if this time instead of it being the drug, it's in the form of like a person or a woman. Like I'm very addicted to you. I'm very addicted to this person. And I know it may not be good for me, but it's hard to shake. So it's like, you know, like I know, like it's like you said, like if I if I get sober and I know that this isn't good for me, I want to get away. I want to clean myself up from it. But I also want this person to come with me, right? Or like I want part of this person to come with me. Like with right. like, I feel like with drugs, like I want the feeling to stay with me. I just don't want the other negative effects to come with me as well. In the form of a woman or the form of a partner, whatever. It's like I want the person. I don't want the negative and toxic traits of the person to come with me. So it's like, I feel like the song is basically saying like, I know I felt this feeling before, but I kind of want, I kind of want part of that feeling back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. It's one of those things where of course he doesn't speak on it on the song. Cause it's like, there's certain stuff you can't you know, add in every song, every movie, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. But that's something that you don't get to really control though. Like, of course, hey, if I get clean, or if you get clean, are we going to stick together? Are we going to, if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't, you don't get to choose that. If yeah. anything, if you are going to be cleaning up yourself and your in your life and that person doesn't want to, that's fine. Of course, you're going to be like, but I'm so used to you and everything we did together. And mm-hmm. how can I live without you? It's like, that's what you're going to have to do, unfortunately. And there's going to be bigger and better things that come your way better love better opportunities but you know we're so focused on the now I, I just can't imagine being being without you living without you and this is how i lived for so long it's like well it's time for a change but mm-hmm. i still think like i said a great song just the way he worded everything mm-hmm. and it's left up to our interpretations because we're we're both thinking pretty much the same type of thing but we both you know we went in one direction saying hey this is what I think it means. You said, hey, this is what I think it means. But either way, it's like you said, deja vu. I've been here before. Do I want to go down this road again? Maybe I do. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's one of those songs where it's like Charles' experiences kind of create this beautiful piece of art, beautiful piece of music. And you kind of, but it, it's one of those things where it's like you, you feel the pain and it kind of makes you feel kind of, not guilty, but like you feel for him, like even more in, in that situation. Um, but you did mention, mention uh, what I have as my favorite song on the, on the project, Shine the Shadows. Yes, sir. Shine the Shadows is really good, man. I, I say it a lot just because that's how it sounds to me, but like that spacey outer space voidy type of like sound with the, mm-hmm. with the, with the singing on the hook. And then again, the verses obviously are always, always dope. Um, yeah, man. I, I just remember hearing that. And like, like you said, you got to rewind that one back. Let me throw that back real quick. Cause that's a really good record. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Nice shot, buddy. Nice, 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 nice shot, pal. <laughs> I've been playing this game for a while, buddy. Can't can't get me. Uh, what is what's your thoughts on Shine the Shadows? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! St- Stick was listening to this album, throwing it back. Pause. That's what Stick was doing. He's like Shining Shadows. Yeah, hey, yo, nah, but uh, Shining Shadows. Same thing with that song. Um, I'm not sure exactly if Charles made that beat or someone else did, but for me, how he's explaining everything, like he mentions about, you know, it's like you're at a party, you know, at a rave, and also he kind of mentions Jimmy Iovine, and it's kind of like something sinister about the song, kind of like eerie and sinister, because mm-hmm. to me, when I listen to it, it's like, we all know, okay, this is around 2008, 2009, more likely not a 2010 song, so I'm like, alright, so I feel like he's kind of kind of trying to tell us a little bit about the industry or what's going on behind the scenes but obviously you can't say too much because that's when they they, they get you out of there right. but like i, I kind of and i'm not saying anything crazy but i kind of felt like a little bit of a illuminati vibes kind of but in a way of him just being like hey this is what we do this is how it is but at the same time 
he still made the song enjoyable, something that you could dance to, something you could vibe out to. Because there's some people, when they want to talk about certain subjects or certain stories, mm. they go a little bit too far left. And then it's just like, uh, it's not even like an enjoyable experience. It's just like, okay, this person spit some truth. But now I don't know if I want to listen to this again because now I, I you get like an ick. You, you get like a certain right. feeling from. But good vibe, good song, just amazing. I I can't say too much about it. That that I can't say anything negative about it. It's just I, I just really like the song. Like you said, just that was definitely another song I played back. Like, yeah, this is this is definitely top two for me. Top two. I think, I think Charles does a good job, whether whether that's a good thing or not, but he does a good job of, of songs where like you're vibing and you're bopping and you're rapping the lyrics, but then like you, if you really sit down, you read the lyrics, not not rap the lyrics. If you sat down rap and read the lyrics, you'd be like, oh wait, this is this is really sad or bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you where you're listening, and it's like, oh wow, this isn't a, a positive song, but that beat is too catchy, so I'm I'm gonna keep bobbing my head. You know, yeah. um, it, it's one of those things. I think for me, just especially around this time, it's like. I kind of accepted like some of these some of these uh, topics he's going to talk about won't be in the brightest of light. It'll be probably something negative, something darker, and I'm just going to accept it. It's like, hey, and until he actually tells me, hey, don't play that song particularly because I don't like it anymore, then I'll be like, okay, I respect your decision and respect your wishes. But until then, uh, full volume uh, on, on blasting at fifty, just like playing playing the song. And you brought up a good point too, like you know, in the song, kind of he's kind of alluding to the fact that trying to to pull back the curtain on some of the industry things. Yeah. Like a judge, I get high from the gallows. Not guilty. He does not feel me. It's not real to me. Therefore, it doesn't appeal to me. But we're still making meal to me. So tell me what the fuck is the deal to me? Now I get all the blood that I need. Hence why I signed to Jimmy. And I feel like we've we've discussed a few times where like what he thought the industry was isn't necessarily what it is in his eyes, right? Right. And I think that was kind of a big part of you know whatever happened down the line, right? Is that Charles was in it for Charles was never really in it for the fame thing. Like if it came with it, I feel like he's like cool. That's whatever. He was gonna make. He was making music, and he was homeless. So, like, that's not you know, saying that's not really a thing for him. He, but he wanted to make music his way, and he wanted to make music in his in his style. And I feel like once he got in there, and he felt like there was all these hurdles and obstacles that were stopping him from doing it. I think that's where the. I don't want to use the word rebellion. That's where the, um, disconnect, kind of. But the uh, where you start pulling back, like the like magnets, same okay. magnets, but it was like opposite strike or whatever. Yeah, it was like really, it was they were fighting each other, and I feel like that's kind of where that issue came. And I, I, I feel I understand it as someone who's like does like artistry stuff or whatever. You want to do things your way, but then you had this other person telling you, "Nah, you got to do it this way," or "Let's wait on this." And after a while, that gets annoying. Agreed. Um, of course, being an artist myself, making music, it's one of those things where I've had, even in the beginning, some people say, hey, try to rap like this, make a song like this. In the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, because I'm trying to strengthen strengthen my talents, you mm-hmm. know, show my caliber of, of artistry. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. But later on, oh, you should make more music like this, more music like that. They try to put you in a box. Yeah. And I actually kind of got that I kind of got this from this project as well, not on this song, but maybe on some other songs on this project where Charles mentions, hey, the music's great, because he's talking about the label saying this to him. Hey, the music's great, but we need you to work on this more, work on that more. Mm-hmm. And of course, they know that he's talented as a musician, as a rapper, as an artist. But, you know, as a business, as an industry, hey, that's great that you can freestyle all day off the top. It's great that you can write songs in 20 seconds and, and they be hits. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about hits as in label, we're talking about money. Yeah. Like, are you going to be able to make us money off these so-called hits? Mm-hmm. And like we said, I guess they sent him or said, hey, 
go to Atlanta because at this time, 2008, 2009, Atlanta, they're still on top of the rap game. So it's like, right. we want you to rap on these type of beats and we want you to check this out and maybe just rap about this topic, rap about that topic. Cause they know that he can rap about anything, but it's like, we want you to like kind of stick to one or two topics and just yeah. make a song about that. And when you, when you're first doing that, okay, cool. But if that becomes every single song you're doing, then it's just like, who am I? I know yeah. who I am, but now you guys are going to tailor made me to some type of idea that other people are going to just think, oh, when you hear Charles Hamilton, you think of Atlanta, you think of this and that. And that's not who he is. So like you said, the not rebellion, but him being repelled to do any of that, that they want him to do that he's not really wanting to do. It, it kind of will just... It'll it'll kind of annoy you until you off a bit to the point where it's like maybe, maybe I I want to make music, but do I want to be signed? Do yeah. I really want to stay on a major label? Maybe maybe I should go elsewhere. Yeah, resistance was the word. That was the word I was looking for. Okay. Um. Okay. So my three, I have uh, Shine Shadows. I think that's the best song on the album for me. Right. Um. I don't want to pick the ones that you picked. So I'll bleed Deja Vu. Just know it it was on my on my great list. Got you. I like cancer, not the not the disease, not necessarily the sign either, but the song. The song was good. Song's good. Song's good. Song's really. Good. It's again, but it's like, I wish I knew what the actual song meant. You know what I'm saying? It's it's weird for me because when I came back to the song, this listen around, I was like, I don't, I don't get cancer vibes from this song i like the song i like yeah. the song. i'm like i don't like why did he name it this i don't, I don't know why he named it that, but you know how artists are sometimes it has nothing to do with the song they're like i'm just call this platypus all right well song's called platypus then yeah yeah good song um and then i don't know if you like this one but i thought it was it was clever uh phil drew oz and oprah i like the song i do like the song that's the second one on on the project i like, I like it man because it's it's very it's kind of what I took from it. A lot of times we can become people's quote unquote therapists or people that they talk to for their problems. Mm -hmm. But then I always think about like, who's always, always think about this question. Who's the therapist therapist? You know? Yeah. Like, who, like who, like who does the therapist talk to when they're like, yo, I, it's things are bad. Who do I talk to? Cause there can't, there can't be a, the string has to stop somewhere. Yeah. Because somebody, like, it can't, like, the, the, it can't stop at a therapist and that therapist is like, oh, I'm just, I'm good. I don't have any problems. That's just, that's not realistic. So no. it's like, I understand being people's ear or like somebody that, you know, dump all your problems on me. Tell, tell me what's wrong. But then when it's time for me, like, that's taking on a lot of trauma and taking on a lot of problems. But then who do I turn around to and talk to, you know? I agree with you on that because me personally, that's basically my life story. Uh, I'm used to listening to everyone else's problems and giving their, giving them some advice. It, when I was in college, I only went for two years. Everyone told me, Hey, you're really good at giving advice. You're really good at blah, blah, blah. You should, you know, be a therapist or you should go for psychology. You should go mm -hmm. for. So at first when I heard that, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But I heard it so much from so many people. I'm like, maybe I should do that. But like you said, you're so used to giving advice for other people. Then some of the advice isn't even like crazy. It's just like, Hey, uh, I keep dating this person and they keep hurting me. Stop going to stop going over there. Yeah. Stop, it kind of just stop going over there. But for me, when I'm dealing with my issues, cause you always have the people that say, Hey, anytime you need to talk to someone, you can talk to me. You mm -hmm. can call me anytime. You you call them. You talk to them. Hey, this is my situation going on. Well, what do you think I should do about it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That sucks, man. Wow. After yeah. all the advice you you give out to people, and that's all people can say. Damn, that sucks. Hey, I don't know what to tell you. So it definitely hurts when you're in that type of situation, and it kind of makes you kind of shut yourself off. You know, when it comes to people asking for. Even if, even if they're asking for advice or they're like, hey, I can give you advice. It's like, nah, I'm good on both sides. You kind of just keep yourself, you know, to your, keep yourself to yourself. And just like, it, I know it's not healthy, but I'd rather deal with that than 
the other situation. Sure. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm I'm a very I feel like if you give too much of yourself to people, then people get entitled to stuff. And then that's where you run into problems like later on when like maybe you're not available and then now they're calling you selfish for for the one time that you aren't available. So yeah, no, I get that, man. I get that. I, I think we're kind of the same in that in that regard or whatever. Um, now, is there any song on this project where you were like, eh? Yeah. Actually, before we get into that, right? All right. Am I bugging? There's there's a song on here that's technically on here twice. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. There's a difference in the songs, right? There is there there slight differences, but if you're talking about lyrics and pretty much the beat, same. There are slight differences. In a different order, right? In a, in a different order. What do you mean? Like the the verses, like the verses yeah. are different? or the verses in the exact same order. Last time I checked, it sounds like they're in the same same order. So here's the difference, right? So, uh, guys, the songs we're talking about is uh, Jan or J A N N. There's the sober version and the drunk version. Uh, the first, it's the drunk version first, then it's the sober version. Mm -hmm. So, the drunk version plays first, and I, it to me, I'm pretty sure the vocal, the vocals, the ly the lyrics are the same. Mm -hmm. What I noticed was that there are certain inflections, like he might have put an echo on a certain. Uh, a certain word, certain mm -hmm. phrase, something like that, extra sounds, whatever, on the drunk version. And then on the sober version, some of those same things aren't there. And I think that's the that's the genius part. So mm -hmm. you're thinking about it, like I said, drunk and sober, and you're like, did I hear that last song? Right. No, I'm, I'm bugging. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was their last song. No, it wasn't. Was it? And it makes you go back and listen to both of them. Right. So I know there's a um, there's something he says about being as big as Hanson in the song. Yeah, the drunk version is like Hanson, like kind of like added something extra to it. On the regular right. version, it's just like regular. Just you don't hear any any extra anything extra on it. But yeah. as far as I know, I'm pretty sure it's in the same same same, same way. It might be. I thought that maybe like it was the structure was just slightly different where like maybe the second and first have been flipped. I could be bugging. Um, I could be wrong too. Listen, I could be wrong too. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds like a good idea where play the drunk version first. Cause it's kind of like, Hey, you, cause like you said, it's just another drunk night. So you went out, had a crazy night, did whatever. Then you wake up with the hangover and all that. Like, ah, oh. then the song plays in reverse. It's just like, right. wait, wait, well, how did I get here? And then you have to right. act, like, think about what you did. But as far as I heard, it maybe maybe here's the problem. Anytime I've heard the songs, I heard it sober. Never listen to the song drunk. So maybe that's what I need to do. Next time I hear yeah. the song, I'm gonna play the songs drunk, and then we I have to get back. I have to get back to y'all on that. But as far as I know, I just heard like certain inflections and on certain verses or certain words he said that were a little bit different. But other than that, I I, I wanted to ask about it too because I didn't at first when I first heard it, just period. I'm like. Did they make a mistake? Did they mm -hmm. just did they just miss something? Maybe yeah. I missed something. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't. You probably because you make music, you probably notice that quicker than I would. You know what I mean? So if you notice it, that's probably something that is happening in there. I just for some reason, I because I when I was doing the research, I listened to it the first time. I was cleaning. Okay, I was I was moving around, and the song played the you know drunk played. And then sober started playing, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Because I had my headphones in, I had my headphones in on Bluetooth, <laughs> so I didn't have my phone on me. So I had to go, I had to go check. I was like, "Wait, did this?" I was like, "Do I repeat on?" And I was like, "No, it's just back to back." I'm like, "Okay." So when I listened again, I was like, "Let me focus to see if there's something different." And for whatever reason, I just feel like it was in a different order. I could be bugging, bro. Just. We'll 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 see what Charles. Hopefully, Charles can get to us about that. I think that's one of the more interesting choices. But yeah, I think drunk and sober. It's a it's a it's a it's a cool concept. I like I like whether he did whichever way he did it. It's a cool concept, and I feel like he does cool stuff like that all the time. Uh, I will say this uh, last thing I'll say about it. Yeah, I feel like 
the sober version was just recorded like regular mm-hmm. and he probably was like hey i'm, I'm cool with this Let, let's let's b- bounce it next song yeah. and maybe someone like one of the producers or someone or engineer was like wait a minute i think we can add a little bit extra to it yeah and then they did but then it could have been something in the studio all right who likes the sober version who likes the drunk version and then everyone's like i don't know it's probably a tie or something like that and it's like you know what we're just gonna keep both of them and then yeah. just we'll let we'll let the audience we'll let the fans decide what they like more yeah. so if you, even you guys if you hear it pretty much it's the same song but do you like a certain one better than the other me personally i like the drunk version better maybe because i heard it first and then the second one you know the sober version it's like sounds the same but i don't hear the extra inflections and the extra sound effects in there yeah. maybe some people don't actually like that they're like eh, i could do with all that out, out the extra stuff like i think you just put that in there to make extra noise i didn't like that mm-hmm. all right so now with that out the way what songs or what song would you say was like eh i could probably we could probably remove this from this pack or if any okay i have one now okay. there is one there is one song that i'm kind of about but i wouldn't remove it okay so that song is actually the first one allison loves music i like the song mm-hmm. but i really just so with, with this project when it first starts and you listen to it everyone usually when you make a project you're like all right this song has to start off with a hit this mm-hmm. has to start off with something even if it's like sad emotional it has to start off with something mm-hmm. and i feel like i didn't really get that from that song i do like the sample on it it's the uh, Usher throwback, the Diane Warwick. You're gonna, you're gonna need me. I think that's the sample. Got it. Yeah. So, I like the sample, and I, I like, you know, the song. Like I said earlier, Charles was mentioning how the label's like, hey, you know, the music's good, but we want you to sell. Yeah. And he kind of has a theme in that in this project where certain songs he says that, and it's like, yeah, we want you to, we want you to make make more popular music and whatnot. This song, he does talk about some some deep topics and whatnot, and I like the way he tackled the the conversation. But other than that, I'm like, it's it's okay. But the song, I would I would say, hey, I'd get rid of. That's a Raven. I would get rid yeah. of that song. <laughs> so let me let me make a disclaimer real quick. I have uh-huh. no problem. I have no problem with Raven Simone. Shout out to Raven. I oh, legend. That. Legend in the game, bro. Yeah, legend. I used to watch that so Raven when I was younger. She's cool. I don't know what she's doing now, but shout out to Raven Simone. Also, I don't want beef with Jet Lee Jetson, because I know Raven Simone's his whatever. So shout out to Jet Lee Jetson too, if he's listening to this. Probably not. But with this song, That's So Raven, kind of like we were talking about before. It's sounds like an Atlanta type beat. And they wanted Charles on it. And that it just sounds kind of forced to me. Like they were like, hey, you need to rap on this beat. And Charles is like, ah, I'm not really rocking with it. And they're like, ah, just just try it, see if it works. Yeah. And they tried it. And it was a good attempt. Like I said, the song's not terrible, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, I'm just not really vibing with it. Yeah. I never said this before, but this is definitely like a song I would skip. Like, yeah. you know, some people say, oh, sometimes I'd skip it, sometimes I don't. I would skip this every single time. I'm just not not a fan of it, and that's okay. I feel like that's fair. You, everybody can't like everything, bro. That's just not that's that's not how life works. Um, yeah, that is that is that does seem like somebody was like, "Hey, give this a try." And Charles probably heard the beat. I don't want to say that he made something out of spite, because I feel like when he makes stuff, he makes stuff right, and right. He's, gonna, he's gonna make it something that at least he'll enjoy in a sense. Yeah. But I think he was like, there's no way y'all gonna be able to use this, so here you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's a it's a fun song. I'll say that. It is. It's, a, it's a fun song. I, I, I don't know if it, again, would it crack like a top 100 list? No. Crack two, top 200 list? Probably not. For me, of course. Um, right. But I I could see somebody being like this is this is cool I like I like this. Uh, well, your song, hey, is that your song that you would that you leave off or what? That's a Raven. Yeah. No. Oh man, this one's tough because like I don't necessarily dislike any of these. I'm just like I don't really they don't they don't register. Okay. Oh man. 
I don't think I I think order my steps is is the one. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. Order my steps? Again, it's again not not terrible. I'm like when I when I put it down, I was like when I put it in the end category, it wasn't because I was like I absolutely do not like the song. It's right. just that I was comparing it to the rest of the tape and I was like, eh. of everything here, I'm like I could probably you know what I mean? This yeah. is, this is okay. This is cool. It, it, it it's just crazy for me cuz I think when I first heard Older My Steps, I'm like, okay, this is definitely one of my more favorite songs on the tape. And then you get the heroin girl, and then you get to then I'm like, oh, okay. So now Order My Steps was probably like at the top of my list in the beginning. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, now I gotta start moving a little bit lower. So right. it's 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 like probably like maybe fifth, fourth or fifth, like one of my and when we if I was listening to them all, probably like mm-hmm. fourth or fifth for me. So okay. it's it's, high, it's it's rated somewhere up there. I I do like the song. But I once again, we all have our own opinions and whatnot. Yeah. If anything, I would have thought you would have picked one of the just another drunk night songs to be well, like. It's, hey, on, it's, it's, a, it's in that category too. Okay, it's in that category too. I, I figured you would have picked one of those because it's like, well, you can just have one and not the other, and that would make sense. I can understand someone saying that. Like logically, that makes the most sense. It's like if we have to get rid of one, just get rid of one of those. Logically, yeah. that makes sense. And also, speaking of the that's a raven song because you said it's a fun song that reminds me of it was on hamilton charles ugly supermodel that song or on his uh, album Uh that song was like a fun type of song where it's like okay fun type of beat and charles is talking about he's an ugly supermodel and it's like okay it's one of those songs where it's definitely it's definitely there for certain people but it's definitely not for everyone so it's like you gotta pick and choose what you like and it's like there's certain songs are just made for certain people and like you said not everyone's gonna like everything yeah i'm not gonna lie i mean when we get to that that album eventually i'll talk more about it but i like that song by the way i like it i I definitely like it 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 grew on me it definitely grew on me at first i was like all right but like you said it i it it took a few lessons i'm like i i appreciate it i definitely appreciate it now um as far as like trying to pick out the 08 as we're about to wrap up, could you kind of figure out which ones were 08, 09, and 2010? All right. So uh, for 08, definitely I'm going to say Shining Shadows is 08. Speak No Louder, 08. Yep. I said nothing like it was 08. And that's, that's also 08 because like I said, that was called When I Rap and that was mm-hmm. on my heart. So if my heart was supposed to come out by a certain time, Right. It has to be around. They have whatever. There's nothing like it. And speak no louder. They have to be the same year. They they those two have to be the same year. Yeah. So they're either 08 or they're 09. Um, I'm gonna say that's so Raven. Probably a 2010 song. Deja Vu, Heroin Girl. Oh, that's one. That one's tough. I think that's 2009 though. I want to say 09 for that one. I want to say I that like... one and Supersonic Love is also 09. Okay, I, I can see that. I'll say both the Just Another Drunk Night songs, I'm going to say those are 09. Because there's a, I feel like for, let's say, like, Allison Loves Music. Oh, Humble Pie. Humble Pie, I feel like that's 08. Because, like, the beat mm-hmm. on there is definitely, because that's uh, the tune beat with that song. To me, that sounds like something he would have made for T.I. A great song, great mm-hmm. beat. You know, but that's like one of the beats where let's say T.I. or whoever was like, you know what? I don't really like that beat that much. So I'm going to just give that to somebody else. And then Charles like, I'm going to do this. Order My Steps, I'd probably say 09. Mm-hmm. But something like Allison Loves Music, I think any song where he kind of mentioned, oh, the label wants me to do this and that, I feel like that's 08. So songs like that. Cancer, maybe 09? Maybe 09 for Cancer? Well, some of these have to be 2010. That's that's the thing where I'm trying to figure out. Because I would have said, oh, I think I think Phil 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 Doctor Drew and Oz and Oprah. I feel like that might be 2010. I yeah. feel like that might be a little bit later because that's when it's kind of starting to go. And I feel like anything where it's starting to go like slightly lefter might be closer to 2010. Yeah, in definitely. my in my opinion. Well, I, I would say Phil Drews and Oprah is definitely 2010. I would say yeah. that for that. Anything else? I'm trying to think of. I, uh, I think we 
Yeah, we pretty much named. Yeah, that, that covers that covers them all. That covers yeah, them all. So. You can kind yeah, of tell I, when it's an 08 record too, because Charles's voice still has that young sound to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Charles, and he also rapped a certain way at that time, and you can tell I, it. I, I would say, not that he was uncomfortable, but there's definitely like a certain thing about his voice where it's just like, it's not the bravado he he normally had that right. we've heard later on on later tapes yeah because like i said some of these 08 songs these probably came out or they probably were recorded before the hamiltonization process and all mm -hmm. that and then the songs in 09 you can definitely tell because like i said he has that confidence in him it's the cockiness and there's a couple of songs where he mentions that like yeah i'm cocky because i'm in the best position you know i'm trying to take over the world it's mm -hmm. one of those type of deals where it's like yeah that's just okay i can hear that and then like you said 2010 it's the confidence is still there, but it's more of a, I say a reserve confidence. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I've been on the label. I know what I'm doing. People still dig my music, at least the higher ups. They, yeah. They're they the important ones. They're the ones I need to impress. Of course, I need to impress fans, but I, I know who I need to talk to and what type of music I need to make to, yeah. to make sure that I can keep keep the train rolling, keep the ball mm -hmm. going. Yeah, it's kind of, you can kind of like, the 2010 thing has that, that that hint, that tinge of like resentment from being in the from being in the industry and it not living up to like certain standards and then whatever else has happened at this time or whatever. So you can kinda you can kinda hint it like the music doesn't suffer because of it, but you can you can hear it just a little bit. You know what I mean? Definitely, because you know, like you said, Charles never did this for the money. He didn't really do it for the fame. With his whole thing, you know, back then, I want to, I want to get a Grammy. I want mm -hmm. to, and also some of the songs he said, I want to change how the industry is. I yeah. want to like, there's a lot of people that are being lazy that aren't doing yep. what they're supposed to be doing. I'm going to be the the person that changes it, and unfortunately, he wasn't, or he didn't change it how he thought he was going to change it. And like mm -hmm. you said, that resentment of why not that why didn't they accept me? It's like why did things go this way? Like right. I had the lyricism, I had the skills of an artist. I have pretty much the whole package and I'm able to make whatever song you want. Mm -hmm. So what happened? And of course we all ask that too. Like what, what, what did happen? Like what, yep. what's going on? And there's certain things that we will never know. It's like behind scenes type of stuff that maybe Charles was like, you know what? I'll do this. I'll do that. But some of that stuff I'm not doing, like you will never get me to compromise who I am as an entire person. I'll, I'll compromise but I'm not going to just straight not do this or not do that. Cause that's who I am as a person. Like that's not even his brand. It's like, that's who I am. If you take yeah. that away from me, what do I have? Right. That's facts. Um, 2023, we just listened to Atlantis and a, how do we feel about it in 2023? Give us your thoughts on it and give us our rating system that we don't have a name for. <laughs> All right, 2023. So while I told you about my appointment that got canceled, I was driving up there, listening to this, mm -hmm. then got canceled, listened to it again, driving back. Mm -hmm. 2023, I want to say I feel a lot better about it now. Not that I didn't feel about it, feel a certain way about it before, because like mm -hmm. it's what you said before, I listened to five other tapes. So everything got mixed and jumbled. It's like, yeah, I like this. I like that. But it's just too much. I was able to sit down and focus and listen to it twice, you know. And also, it's funny because I actually listened to this probably maybe a, a few months ago randomly where I was just like, I want to listen to this. I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. I really like it. Like, if, if we were talking about what I feel overall, majority of the songs I would play over and over again. Mm -hmm. There's only one song I would skip. Maybe one or two songs where I'm like, Eh, they're okay. Mm -hmm. But overall, definitely a tape I think fans should listen to. I give it a basonic rating, but it's definitely a solid project that everyone needs to listen to. You get to hear Charles in 08, 09, 2010. You get to see how he was able to mix and maneuver with certain beats and certain obstacles that they gave him. And I mm -hmm. think he did a solid job with this project. Yeah, so this is my first actual full listen, um, and I, that, I'm glad I'm glad that this podcast exists because it does give me the opportunity. This is this is 
this is the kind of episode that I like because it's something that I've never heard before in full. And it, you know, it's it's new. It's new for me. And and any Star Chaser will tell you back in the day, one thing we always loved was new Charles Hamilton music. Not the song, even though the song was fire too, but just in general, right? Just in general. <laughs> we we love, we love getting new Charles Hamilton projects and new Charles Hampton music. So for me, um it's a it's a it's a good tape. It's a good tape. I, I would say I like half, half of the of the tape overall, right? So okay. let's say if there's what is it, say fifteen songs, maybe, I believe. I wanna say I could be wrong. I wanna say no, thirteen. 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 Am I bugging? Can I no, I, I have the I have genius up right now. You oh, are yeah, bugging. I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> thirteen. Oh, so in that case, at uh, eight out of thirteen is pretty good as far as like five that I absolutely love, three that I'm like, oh, this is good, and then the other ones I'm like, okay, this is you know, may skip, may not, whatever. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I wish I'd listened to this earlier. Uh, there there are some songs on here that will absolutely go on to play this right after this. Because and I'm I'm kind of upset that I deprived myself of some of these songs for so long, right? Um, do I think it's something? Do I think it's a tape that that is a must listen? Not necessarily. Do I think it's a? I'm I think I'm I think I'm gonna. What am I gonna do? I'm going to I'm going to establish the tails rating today. Okay. I'm giving rating. it to tails. And what well, what's, what's the tails rating? What's that? So the Tales rating to me is one of those ones where it's like, you know how like everybody loves Sonic. Sonic came out like cool, da da da. And then when Tales were introduced, slowly but surely people were like, yo, we really like Tales. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you can tell he's like the he's not the main character. Shout out to the main character shirt I got on, um, <laughs> but he has this 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 kind of not. Yeah, I guess really like a cult following. Like he has his defenders. Like people really want Tails to have his own game. Like he's one of those guys. Like he may be a background character, but he's very popular. And I feel like this is kind of one of those tapes where it's like it may not be in the litany of like top Charles Hampton projects, but go listen to it because it is one of those ones where like you'll find some stuff that you really like on there. So for me, I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it the first Tails rating, man. My miles yeah. proud. All right, nice. Uh, shout out to Tails. Funny thing, maybe because I'm the youngest brother in my family, so I've always been a Tails guy, like a Luigi guy, so I've always liked Tails. Yeah. Even though I know some people, especially in Sonic 2, they hated him because when you're doing the special stage, he might get in the way, he hit a bomb, he might not get a, a emerald because of him. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I can see, I, I, like, I like the way that you express that because maybe people didn't like Tails in the beginning, but He's been with the series for so long now. I think Sonic Two came out in like ninety two, so that's like, like that, yeah, yeah. So like thirty, like thirty two years, something like that. 30, 30 plus years. So yeah. maybe you you might not, you know, you might not like liked it at first, but definitely um something that people enjoy now. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's a fact, man. Um, but yeah, this has been another episode of Star Chaser Central, man. You can follow us on our not Twitter, not well, it is Twitter according to you. Um <laughs> you can follow us there at what is it what is it? Star, Star CH Central because they wouldn't let me do the whole thing. Star yeah. CH Central. Elon messing everything up. Uh, <laughs> we're also on TikTok, Star Chaser Central. You can just search Star Chaser Central podcast. You'll find us. Uh Mike's posted some fun stuff over there. A lot of sample stuff. Uh, a lot of clips. Um the Delaware clip really uh really got some people talking. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on our individual spots. I'm on Instagram at stickaround54. That's S-T-I-K around 54. Mike, where can they find you, buddy? On Instagram, the Mike Jackson, T-H-E, Mike Jackson on Twitter, because I ain't calling it that. Mike D Jackson, Mike D-E-E Jackson. We are on all streaming platforms. You can go ahead and check us out over there. Give us a five-star rating or view us. Uh, tell your people, man. Tell your friends. We want to find new star chasers, find old star chasers. We want to create new star chasers, obviously. Um, we're also on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe today. We almost have 25 subscribers as of this recording. We probably will have more by the time this episode actually comes out. Um, yeah, leave comments. We love responding to y'all. Um, 
hit us up. Let us know how you felt about Atlantis and A. What was your favorite songs? Uh, any lyrics that really spoke out to you? What's your thoughts on Heroin Girl? And am I bugging about that song? Or was it not in the same? Or was it in a different you know, order of verses? I don't know. I, I might have been drinking. I'm not sure. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let us know what you want us to review next. Um, we'll try to incorporate it into our schedule. Uh, just for people that know, we record and then we kind of stash away episodes and then release them as we see fit. So stuff might seem out of order when we release it, but just know that as things get better, it'll look better and we'll sound better. The first few episodes, we had to work out some kinks, but I think we're killing it right now. So shout out to us. Pat on our back. Shout out to us. Two thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, shout out to us. Um, but yeah, this is Star Station Central. We are logging out where we always encourage you to follow your dreams and reach for the stars. <laughs>